Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Astrologer Bill Atride radio show. I'm Bill Atride, and today is our eighth show in 2021. And today I thought, given where we are and about midway through the, the year here, uh, calendar year and the astrological year, it's also made a turn in terms of a new season and uh, reaching the, the midpoint in some ways of, a, of the cycles, but also just one quarter of the way through the zodiac and other ways of sort of configuring things. I thought it'd be interesting to take a look at where we are right now um, and, and take a look at the USA uh, since we'll be celebrating its birthday again next weekend uh, and consider, um, well, what kind of country it is, its destiny, its character, uh, and especially look at the planet Neptune in terms of uh, those insights. But we'll we'll pull together other planets as well, Uranus and Pluto. We can't consider any one of them without considering them all really, but at least those those outer three are quite significant. Um, and we may talk about a few other things, but that's that's the focus for today. And I'll consider other topics for the weeks to come. Um, but I probably will be away. I know I'll be away these next couple of weekends, so probably not until later in July. Um, as as always, I'll I'll do this little chat. It's probably a little longer than normal, this, this top topic today, because I pulled together a lot of different ideas or observations about the USA for today. Um, and then um, once we've done that, I'll open up the airways for your questions and you can ask me about your own chart or someone else's chart or about the topic, which, you know, that'd be fine too. If you are calling um, in, just give me your first name so I know who I'm talking with, um, just identify you. And, and also, um, uh, if you are calling about your chart or anyone else's chart, I would need at least the date of birth and place of birth for that person um, and uh, and the time if you have it then I can be even more specific um, if you would like to suggest a topic or subject for a future show just email me at my email address which is my name bill at at gmail.com that's b-i-l-l-a-t-t-r-i-d-e at gmail.com or you can probably find me on various uh, social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram and and what have you, and also message me that way. Um, okay, um, and and so I thought what we would do today, given that next um, next I guess it's Monday is the USA's birthday, July the fourth. I thought we would take a look again at what's been happening in the USA chart, and more specifically look at. Uh, what is there to begin with that sets everything in motion. So um, since next weekend we will be celebrating the USA's birthday, I thought it'd be timely to revisit um, the very great challenges the USA is facing today. Um, the astrological alignments of this moment have been noted by me and many others, but we must remember um, that the timing of the, the events we are experiencing does not determine the actual character of the crises we face now, you know, the content. Uh, those real opportunities and real dangers were formed by the choices our ancestors made, as well as by the choices and actions we take in the present. For today, I would like to consider the chart of the USA with regards to the historical significance of the moment we find ourselves in at this time. And as I've mentioned many times before, the plant major planetary orbits or cycles with regards to the chart of any entity provide us with the context and meaning for the phenomena we experience here on Earth. Moreover, we can look to and compare these patterns to similar times in the past with our own. And by this, we can further elucidate and illuminate the present circumstances we find in our world today. I want to talk mainly about the role of Neptune in the chart of the USA generally and what we can learn from its previous alignments to the USA chart and what guidance that provides us for what we are going through now. 
but we cannot just consider Neptune as the integral roles of Pluto and Uranus must be included as part of our true understanding of this critical junction in our history. So Neptune in the astrological chart of the USA. I have noted before that the placement of Neptune in the chart of the USA is tremendously important. It is at the top of the chart at what is called the midheaven along with the planet Saturn and it is in the ninth house of understanding, truth and belief. Neptune in mundane or what we call worldly astrology is the holder of the dream of any nation. It is the avatar for the stories and myths that explain the character of that political cultural order. One of the distinguishing features for the founding myth of the United States is the belief that it is special or exceptional. In the national seal for the US, which I put in that image for the show today, we find what our founders declared to the world, that the USA was to be a new order for the centuries, a novus order seclarium. Unlike many other nations, we promised that we would be a land for people from around the world, that we were here to form a new human covenant, and that by bringing together all the peoples of the world, we would form a special land where anyone seeking a better life, a freer life, would be welcome. This idea or ideal of the USA as special is due to its being founded upon universal principles and not on more parochial or more limited determinations of a particular people or of one heritage or ethnicity. Instead, the USA was held up as a shining example of freedom, tolerance, and community for all peoples, a coming together in a new community formed by the many creeds and many cultures of humanity. Central to this founding of a new society for the ages was the principle of a covenant community. The USA would be founded upon the truth that any individual self-fulfillment is dependent upon and made possible by being a member of the community and that by our self-government we would uphold the principle of freedom for each person by balancing it with our mutual well-being and care for one another as a community of self-governing individuals. We were not beholden to any lord, king, or master. We were creating a freely formed self-determined society based on equality of all before the law. In the USA, the law would be our king. In our first founding document, the Declaration of Independence, we stated that we, quote, mutually pledged to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. By this, our founders understood that to create a space of individual freedom, would require that the members of this special and sacred community would have to abide within a system of mutual consent so that we could create a space of freedom and justice for every individual, but that we would equally need to balance our individual liberties with communal responsibilities. Our freedoms would be protected, but we agreed to circumscribe our individual freedom to preserve our communities too. The foundational, myth, the foundational myth is the dream that is held by Neptune because Neptune is the keeper of collective, communal, and enfolding energy forms of any entity. But we need to consider all three of the outer planets for they operate or hold the integral threefold principle forms of spirit in that in their combination, they are the heartbeat of creation which is the involution and evolution of spirit in our system. I like to think of these three in this manner, that it is Pluto as the holder of the will that forms every energy form into a definite or defined container of spirit, whether that be an atom, a cell, an organism, a planet, or a star. And Neptune, as the holder of the universal energy form of unconditional love, which is the energy substance that is the one, and that love of the one is the root source for every particle of creation. And Uranus, as the holder of the quintessence of spirit, 
which because each and every particle of creation is also an individual so that all the life forms that are creation are unique instances or expressions of the one divine light. For the USA, two of these avatars of spirit are reaching critical alignments in the USA chart. Pluto is in the last year of its cycle of roughly 245 years before returning to its position in 2022. The USA is experiencing its first ever Pluto return, and this is most important. Meanwhile, Neptune is opposite its natal position, as it was only once before in 1858 and 1859. The combination of these two alignments, along with the influences emanating through Uranus, can illuminate and guide us through the moment we are in now. Looking at Pluto, the, the USA is a very Plutonian nation. And what do I mean by that? Well, Pluto is the rising planet in the USA chart and is placed in the second house, the house of value. The energy substance that is the one is the root source of all value. And we know this as the unconditional love of the one that is behind all that is creation. That primal energy is shaped and formed into definite, discrete vehicles of manifestation that are circumscribed and delimited from other substance forms by the will that is within each instance of self-realization and ultimately that is held by Pluto for our system, our solar system. As I've previously indicated, the power of the will is the creator at work through all beings, including us, and that singular spiritual power manifests in what we call the power of alchemy. The entirety of creation is formed as the one energy, substance energy of love. It is the involution of spirit into matter forms and equally the evolution of spirit through matter forms by innumerable combinations and transformations of births, deaths, and rebirths that I call the dance of spirit through matter forms. Whether it is by atoms combining with atoms to form larger atoms or molecules with molecules or organisms with organisms like we do, on up to the planets, stars, and galaxies, what we see as the dance of spirit through forms of realization is that the whole of creation is made by the protean power of alchemy, which is the magisterial mystery of spirit moving through innumerable combinations and transformations of spirit matter forms. For us humans and for the USA, we form our compacts, partnerships, joint ventures, enterprises, communities and companies, our ethnicities and creeds and cultures and nations, all these combinations. For the USA as a covenant creation, we agreed to form a union so that we would support one another to be and become through joining together to free ourselves by supporting one another and become more than we ever could be on our own. But as oftentimes repeated throughout human history, we did not do this great work without falling into great error and harm, as we can see even at the very inception of our union in our moment of creation. As I've often stated, the second house in a chart is the holder of value and the greatest value for any human endeavor for any country or nation is not the land, water, trees, or minerals of that land. No, the greatest value is we humans. But when we came to this land, we created our compact and forged our growth by seizing the land of Native Americans and making into property the slaves we seized and brought from Africa. This is what we should call America's original sin. 
The will is our greatest spiritual power and should be exercised as the righteous instrument of self-control, and it is the seat of our self-determination. Once we are centered and secured by the love that is within us, our will can be rightly allied with other centered, willing persons in our joint ventures and combinations. However, when we use our will to violate, subjugate, and enslave others, then we take the path of darkness and fall into the sin of trespassing. And the USA is still very much reaping the karma of 600 years of genocide and 400 years of slavery to this day. This was not virgin land for the taking. There were vibrant peoples and cultures throughout this land who were eliminated by deliberate acts of genocide. The people who were ripped from their homes and loved ones and brought by terror and violence to this land were not free, nor would they ever be free if the slaveholding senators and representatives of the South had prevailed. It is a fact that more than half of the signatories to the Declaration of Independence had their principal wealth in the form of other humans. Yes, those immortal worlds words hold us to our sacred oath that, quote, quote, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. At the very outset of our new order for the centuries, we failed the native peoples and the enslaved peoples, and we are still failing them to this very day. Until each and every person in this country is treated as human, as what they are, as a sacred spark of the divine, until we fulfill our promise to make it possible for each and every person to reach their fullest measure of self-realization, which is the true source of happiness, until that is made by us, we will not be what we promised to for one another. Looking at Neptune and Uranus. As I noted in my earlier shows, Neptune, the holder of dreams and myths, of illuminations and delusions, has returned now to the position it held as the U.S. faced its greatest existential and spiritual crisis formed by the division into two visions or myths of America, whether we were to be a slave or free country at the threshold of our civil war. The question then, and seemingly now, is, will the fundamental spiritual truth that all humans are created equal be made our reality or not? But the communalizing energy form of unconditional love held for us by Neptune is inseparably bound to the energy form of individualization held by Uranus. Neptune rules communality, and it is the avatar of spirit for the energy form that holds all of creation as one by unconditional love. Uranus rules individuality, and it is the avatar of spirit for the energy form that equally holds that every single mote and speck of creation is a unique spark of the divine, a monad of spirit with its very own special quintessence, or what is known as swabhava, which means the self that is becoming. The whole of creation is formed by these two truths, the one and the many, the individual and the community. This integral relationship of Uranus and Neptune holds the spiritual truth of the mystery of creation's constitution. All forms and beings in this universe, every speck and mode of that creation, is a one or unique instance of spirit. But every one of these ones is part of the one. 
and by this they are fundamentally indivisible from one another too, as they are part of the one life and one love of the one. Throughout all the worlds, kingdoms and galaxies of the cosmos, the shifting balance between these energy forms of individuality and communality play out as the dance of the one and the many. At this moment in history, given the most recent conjunction of Uranus and Neptune in 1993, has reached the now waxing semi-square of their cycle of relationship, we are at a critical moment in how we humans work with these two energy forms that pull us together in greater communalism and or pull us apart from one another into greater individualism. Part of the challenge that we face in the USA today is a worldwide challenge in that this tension between individuality and communality is sweeping through local communities within nations and then across the world between various nation states. We are witnessing the resurgence of authoritarianism and the struggle of liberal democracies, of divides between cultures, creeds, and ethnicities that seemingly are spiraling out of control. As I mentioned in earlier talks, the centripetal force of freedom has become severely untethered and out of balance in its integral relationship with the centrifugal force of love. Egoistic and narcissistic energies, those dark and divisive psychological impulses appear ascendant and love, sacrifice and sacred community are in retreat. As freedom becomes separated from shared affections, it becomes selfish and nihilistic. Then in a warped response to this, the principle of love becomes shadowed by fears of the unfamiliar so that affections are narrowed and turned backward and inward, leading to the poisoned wells we see in tribal attachments and the self-absorbed masses becoming held by fears based on race and ethnicity, and by creed and class. So now turning to Neptune alone, as the shifting balance between Uranus and Neptune plays out for one and all in the USA, we face our own special reckoning once again. Here in 2021, with Neptune at the exact same point in the zodiac as it was in the late 1850s, opposite to our Neptune and squaring our Mars, we are at a moment that carries strikingly familiar echoes of what Lincoln warned of in June 1858 in his famous House Divided speech, where he stated, a house divided against itself cannot stand. I believe this government cannot endure permanently half slave and half free. I do not expect the union to be dissolved. I do not expect the house to fall, but I do expect it will cease to be divided. It will either become all one thing or all the other. Either the opponents of slavery will arrest the further spread of it and place it where the public mind shall rest in the belief that it is in the course of ultimate extinction, or its advocates will push it forward till it shall become lawful in all the states, old as well as new, north as well as south. Lincoln was speaking about the absolute incompatibility between two diametrically opposite conceptions of what it means to be human. Are we all equal or are some less than equal? Then as now, we are faced with a choice as to what kind of country, what kind of people we want to be. As Neptune aligns with the USA Neptune once again, we find ourselves at a critical juncture in our history. Given that Neptune is in its own sign of Pisces, the boundaries between the various hierarchies and orders of consciousness and reality are dissolving and they are becoming more permeable and subject to greater fluctuations, 
leading to much confusion and distortion in our realms of belief and understanding. I see Neptune as holding all the possible forms of reality that will ultimately be understood or resolved into and experienced as the one. But this ultimate reality form of the one is beyond our comprehension. It is far too complex and vast and much beyond our limited frameworks of ideas and laws or concepts. If you or me, if we were to see the entirety of creation as it is, it would appear to us in our present consciousness as pure chaos. But for those who have reached a higher or cosmic consciousness, it is spiritually sublime. We exist in what I have called bubbles of belief that create our circles of reality. Over time, as we move to higher levels of consciousness, we will move into ever more inclusive belief constructs. And this in turn will expand our comprehension of what I call the greater reality. For the present, what is happening is that the prevailing bubbles of belief, which held us in commonly accepted and more or less mutually aligned and intersecting bubbles of belief, these holograms of our individual and collective minds are shifting and warping to such an extent that we are in a space-time where our circles of reality have become untethered and divided between one another. Now, now this seems somewhat paradoxical, as how is it that the very agency responsible for our awakening can also lead us down a path towards confusion and delusion? Neptune holds what we know as the power of clear seeing or clairvoyance. And astrologers have often called Neptune the universal solvent. It dissolves the boundaries between things and realms. And by so doing, it can open our hearts and minds to ever wider experiences of understanding and compassion. Yet, in that very experience of dissolving, we are forced to let go of what was some greater or lesser portion of our reality, some belief or structure that created our sense of order and place in the world. And by so doing, it frees us from our more limited awareness. But therein lies the danger in that by being now untethered to what was real for us, an individual or group or even an entire nation may become enamored and entranced by energy forms that are unfamiliar but enticing. These may seem quite wonderful and full of light and truth, but it is equally possible that those light-filled visions are refracted shadows formed by illusion-filled notions that are formed from fear and not by love. Conspiracy theories and manias have taken hold in vulnerable individuals and groups who have become separated from those who remain more centered. They are often ensnared by obsessive mindsets so that they become less tethered to their higher spiritual and intuitive self. By becoming unmoored from their higher self, they lose their reason and sympathy that is anchored in love. Remember, it is only when we walk the path of love and light that we stay upon the middle royal road of illumination, which holds us to a self-critical self-awareness while we equally look outwards with an empathetic, humble, and open consideration for anything or being before us. In many ways, what we are experiencing now is the end of our collective Neptunian paradigm that began when Neptune was in Aries from 1862 to 1875. This was when, at the end of the Civil War, 
the attempts to rebuild the sacred community in both the South and the North failed. And that tragic failure to address the grievous inequalities and injustices that remained in both the South and in the North has brought us to our reckoning and our spiritual crises of today. It is no surprise that the rising tide of calls for social justice and equal rights have surged once again in this current period of Neptune and Pisces. Yet, because the boundaries between the various bubbles of reality formation are so porous and shifting now, we find ourselves in a time when a commonly held circle of reality by a significant majority has been broken and shattered into ever more disconnected bubbles of belief. As I wrote last year about Neptune's influence, we humans have stumbled into what I would call another Tower of Babel. We speak words that carry vastly different meanings for one bubble versus another. We argue over what is a fact versus an opinion. We are held by incompatible reality bubbles that divide us from one another. We are segmented into various parts or subsections within our country. Whether one looks at the divides between the North and the South, or rural and urban, or coastal and heartland, between ethnicities and subcultures, it has become exceedingly hard to find a common understanding or sense of purpose for these United States of America. So you might wonder, given all this, what can any of us do or, or what can you do? Well, the way of truth has always been the path of love. For all those who follow the path of the ancient wisdom and equally the many who understand and follow the great teachers whose messages are the heart doctrine of all religious traditions, we must begin and remain upon the shining path of unconditional love. This will often be exceedingly difficult, maybe impossible, when we encounter the cold meanness and the dark hatred that seems to splash across our computer screens or onto our streets every day. But we must remain centered and true to the one path of the masters. No matter who is before you, no matter how much what they do or say is disturbing or even repugnant to you, you must remember this and hold yourself to the path of spirit and the clear light of truth. Whatever you do and whomever you encounter, you must follow your higher self and love one another. Love is the way. It is the only way. It is the way of peace and understanding. This is the truth of Neptune, for Neptune is the way of unconditional love. It is the light at the core of you and of all creation. The one is the source of all, and unconditional love is the foundation of the universe. It is the universal power that holds every particle of creation by, for, and in love. When you hold yourself by this love and act from this center, you will dispel the shadows and fears in yourself and in others too. It is often hard, and you and I will stumble and fall short, probably every single day, but you will try again and listen to that quiet, gentle voice that is your higher self. You will find your strength through love. You will know your strength is love. Remember, you are here, an immortal, immortal frame, and your only purpose is to become a complete human, a self-aware, self-determined, and unconditionally loving being. Do not give way to your lower self. It is easy to just react, as it requires no effort, but it's also mindless, 
and often heartless. The wiser way is to know that you have a choice and that you have within you the power to turn what came to you as negative into something positive. You are here to be an instrument of the one, a being who is a creator and transformer of energy. This is why you are asked to show who you are, to reveal and be your strength, wisdom, and love by turning the other cheek. You are not being weak or cowardly at all by acting in this manner. You are making a choice to turn negative energy into positive action. This is true courage because it comes from the one. It comes from your heart, which does not act from fear. This is the strength that is love, and it is by this that you will renew the spirit that is America. So be mindful, be gentle, be loving, and you will be on the path. This is the message of Neptune. This is the way of unconditional love. It is quite simply the way. Okay. Um, I get kind of emotional sometimes and I'm, but I guess that's good. Um, so I'm going to take a little sip of water here before I turn to the airwaves and call on somebody. So give me a moment. Um, I know we're all quite worked up and upset about what's going on and what we see in the news and see in our streets and in our families and in our communities. Um, it is, it is a very tough time. Um, but also hopefully a time of full of possibility and hope and, and growth, um, for those of us who understand that it's in these darkest of times that the brightest of lights will emerge, um, and, a, and a new beginning can be had. If we just remember the basics, just remember the most basic of teachings, the, the most profound messages and teachings are really quite simple um, and uh, but not always easy to act with or act upon or execute. Of course, that's something else um, that we all are are dealing with here. Um, so anyways, um, uh, I'm going to call on you in whatever order I think you came in. And again, I apologize because I've probably mentioned this more than once. The program doesn't give me a clear indication as to who came in first, second, or third. It's just all lined up there. So I will uh, do my very best to try to sort through that. But uh, we'll catch as catch can, and hopefully I get to you today. So um, let me call on the first person here. And uh, I think you've been holding the longest, so I'm calling on, uh, and I'll um, give the area code so you know that I've called upon you. So I'm calling on person at area code 650. You're on with Bill. Who's this? Hello? Hi, Bill. Thank you for taking my sure. call. This is Patty. Hi, Hi. Bill. Hi, Patty. Hi. Uh, sure. Patty? Sure. Patty? Hi. Hi. Yes. Um, you've called in before? I have. Okay, yeah. let me look for a patty in my. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got more than one patty, <laughs> okay. so I have to know which patty, which your birthday, which okay. is your birthday patty. December second. Okay. December second. Sure, 2nd? that's great. Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right, and what can I do for you today? No what can problem. I do for you today? Um, I just, I'm just wondering if you see anything in my chart in terms of. Uh, a relationship and it being solidified. Uh, there's someone in I'm seeing as a friend on and off, and things seem to be serious. But back in October of last year, uh, October 2020, it just sort of went. It just sort of didn't fizzled. I mean, we're still friends, but it it just didn't go as I thought well, it would. And I'm just wondering. Is there something that? If you sure. Sure. Well, I'm I, I'm looking at your charges physically, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to bring up the. Um, tell it the, the computer program to mm -hmm. run the progressions and transits. But as I'm looking at that, I can, I, I see something that, of course, it's, wouldn't you know, it's that thing I've just been talking about for most of the last 20, 30 minutes, uh, Pluto, I mean, Nep Neptune, mm -hmm. um, you, you may know or should know that you have Pisces on your seventh house of relationship. 
because you've got Virgo rising, right? Um, so the opposite sign is setting, and that's the sign that's ruled by Neptune. Um, that's the sign of Pisces, and and sure. And I thought I, I thought I had. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I I thought I had. I was a Pisces rising. Oh, no. No? You're December second, mm-hmm. 1990, right? Okay, at correct, at 12:41 a.m., right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you've got so you have Virgo uh-huh. rising, and you have wait. P- Oh, is, oh, oh, no. Well, gee, gee, oh, there, there, there we go. I have a big problem here. Then let me <laughs> go and fix your chart. Uh, okay, good. That that explains a lot. Okay, let me just go 12.41 p.m. Sorry. And let me change that. And oh, yes, Pisces rising. Very good. Okay, let me let me run the numbers again. So that's going to be good. Oh, my goodness. Um, Maybe when we were talking, I had it right then it shifted somehow when I saved it or something. I don't know, but that's that's well, these things happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me see what's let me let's see what's going on here. So you say you were seeing this person somewhat last year. It began last year. Okay. Yes, yes, and things were things were going well. Um, Yeah, it sort of actually began even in. Yeah, 2020 really, or even 2019, but 2020, I felt like October, things were moving forward, and I just sort of, it didn't go exactly as planned. It sort of Okay, and and you could trace that fizzling experience to this spring or earlier? When did it seem to shift? It really, it shifted last year. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. It was going on through the year, part of the year, and then seemed to shift in October. Okay. Yes. It, it was going fine and yes, it was going fine last year, but then in October, it just sort of, I don't know, fizzled. We're, we're still friends. We're still communicating, but it's not that same. It's not with that same enthusiasm. Okay. Um, let me just see Look at the mm-hmm. wheel again. Um, uh, dynamic wheel. There we go. Um, hmm think about this well what what's what has been in focus in this period for you and it's not it's not been Neptune per se though it it was technically speaking uh, Mm -hmm. having lined up the previous period with your Venus moon opposition that was happening in 2019 but in 2020 that wasn't the issue in 2020 what was happening was the planet Pluto was going over your Saturn, and that's that's a pretty profound contact um, because Saturn again rules reality and structure and the order of things, but also is where I have had or have had experiences that we sort of humans look at and say, well, that's where the fear is, and we have to overcome our fear and and break free of those fears. Pluto definitely brings them up and out. Um, and in, in your house, it would be more in terms of companionship and friendship that that would be something that you'd be addressing all of last year. So what could have happened is a profound experience was going on last year that was truly about friendship um, in one's life and companionship. Um, and and therefore, in meeting someone where that sense of I'm more than just a, ro- a romance, but a real relationship is forming on multiple levels that this is a person who's going to be in my life as more than lover, maybe friend and companion and all that. Something could have been emerging with all that last year. Um, and mm-hmm. and it corresponded with the fact that your progressed moon, um, which is that inner measure of time, was moving through the sign of cancer. And so it was a time where the need to care for someone and be cared for someone was very much stirred up. It's that's the sign on your fifth house of love and, and, and relation love and and romance. And the moon is in that house. Um, But in the last few months, it's now shifted signs. And so the energy form has changed, but I don't, I don't immediately see why things would have changed in the fall. Um, And maybe something was going on in, yeah, and it wasn't on my end. Right. It was more, it was more on his end. Like I was still right. like, yeah. let's move forward. He, he, but there may sort of there may have been something going on there. Yeah. But of course, mm-hmm. something 
it would show up in some way in your own chart, but it may not be, right. like you say, it's not me, it's it's them. <laughs> and so we need to look yeah. at what's going on in their chart. Uh, unfortunately, right. let me see right. if there's something else that might have factored into it here. Um, I don't want to. Well, the thing is, what's interesting is the last pass of that Pluto on your Saturn was in October. It was there in January of 2020, came back across in September. It, it, really, from the end of September to the first part of October, you had Pluto just standing on your Saturn. And that and Saturn rules reality. Mm -hmm. And so something about what I can, thought was mm -hmm. real or becoming my reality is now proving itself to be going through some kind of transformation, death and rebirth. So that's what it was for you mm -hmm. is something that I counted on as being part of my reality or becoming and be integrating into my life and becoming my reality was now seemingly right. not proving itself to be what I thought it was at this point in time. Um, yeah. Um, right. So that's all I can see. Right. That, yeah. But do you see any advancing do you see it do you see anything coming up now or well, changing well, what, what's in the happened now in is that future? progress moon is now moving through your your fifth house still it remains there uh in this house of self-expression creativity and love okay. Uh, um, okay all the way until um november of this year um, and then what you'll begin I working see. on then is like okay now i need to work on how I order my life and rearrange my life and set up a better life routine and patterns will become a focus. But what did shift in April 2021 and will remain true for the next two plus years is your moon is now in Leo, which is a fire sign like your sun sign. And the moon in Leo is most definitely a time mm -hmm. where now I'm dealing with issues of honor and respect of how I see myself and love myself unconditionally and how I see another and love them unconditionally um, is is before you. So this would mean I'm very sensitive now about respect. But of course, the message for me there is you get what you give. If you show or see another in their truth mm -hmm. and respect them, they light up and return that to you uh, if they're capable of it. Um, and so this is a time where you're most aware of this need to acknowledge another and see the good in them or the good thing they've done or whatever it is to make them feel appreciated or seen because that's what you want and need right now too um very much in your life mm -hmm. okay so it is a time to stretch yourself mm -hmm. as a creator as a leader um you've been doing that for a while but now it really should become even stronger so this is a time leo's a time when you do stretch mm -hmm. and you may take more risks and saying let me see if i can do this let me see if i can mm -hmm. paint or draw or sculpt if i'm a creative person or get a, in a new role in my job or a new act on a new stage of life this is a time to to do that kind of stretching mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. okay okay i'm sorry okay. i'm sorry i couldn't give a more definite answer as to what's going on there but uh but anyways <laughs> okay. uh, you know if you, if you at some point um do get the birth date of that person, if you know the birth date, we could take a look and see what happened mm -hmm. to them. Um, that might show something, as it were. Okay? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I will. Thank you so much, Bill. I appreciate sure, it. Sure. You're very welcome. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, let's see who this person is this is bill calling someone at 808 area code who's this hello yay i'm the winner who's this <laughs> good, mor good morning bill good, good morning oh i should know i should know that eight, i should know that 808 when you get out to those higher numbers you're getting further west and 808 you're getting up pretty pretty west that's that's hawaii there you go <laughs> okay how are you doing how are you doing um i your message today just my heart is just still growing um the one part that you said i am well, this is what I wrote from what you said, and, and so I'm not sure if this is your exact words, but this is how it hit me, and I wrote it down as, I am a creator and transformer of energy with and through unconditional love. It's the way. Right. 
and ah, yeah, I love it. Okay. I love well, it. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, this. This is just what we call, you know, the perennial teachings, the ancient wisdom, um, going back in back in the midst of time and up to the present day. The universal understanding is that there's but one life, there's but one spirit, and there's one one energy form that formed the universe and is found in every aspect or particle of creation, it's love. But of course, every instance of creation is its own unique expression of that one divine light. And so it's here to realize its own particular self in combination and cooperation with other points of light, if you will. Um, so that mystery is quite profound, but the, the, the power that we have is we're the we're the creator we're you know we're part we're all creators and all these energy forms are within us and also around us and in working with these energy forms as we become more aware of who we are we become ever more aware of our alchemical power our power to transform material things but also things that are not material and whether we're working with thought forms or physical things we're all transformers of energy um and 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 therefore anything is possible. That's why we, you see miracles being performed by yogis or holy men in India and Christ and all these other people who did all these acts that we see as miracles, but they just knew how to work with the underlying substructure of the universe, um, all these energy forms and manifest things. And it's, it's, it is a show, but it's also truth. It says, mm -hmm. we all can do this once we wake up to what we're doing. But of course, we also are doing this all the time, very mindlessly as humans, <laughs> in 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 using energy and hurting ourselves and others. So it's the point is we want people to wake up as quickly as possible, but also equally have the wisdom and judgment and love to use whatever power they have wisely, and not harm themselves or others. So it's usually the teaching that we want people to to understand. Um, these the, the the wisdom path is one that one wants to take not the path of power and having more power to change things but realizing everything comes from knowing yourself and knowing the way the universe works working with that universal ordering of the one then you will do no harm to yourself or others and so if we're all energy transformers passing energy back and forth people are always doing things to one another. I always say that the analogy I always use, I'll use it again, is we're all walking through doors and there's always somebody walking through the door ahead of you, right? And they, they're having a bad day or, or they're just a troubled person and they walk through that door and they slam the door in your face. And that was a negative experience you just had and, you, and yeah. you're upset and maybe even angry, right? You could be angry. Oh my God, why'd that person do this to me? But now you're going through the door and now you face your great choice. Mm -hmm. That was just energy. Energy is just energy, but it was directed at you in a negative form. But now you have the choice to what you're going to do with that energy. And if instead you, if you use your consciousness to say, okay, if I don't think I'll just slam the door. But if I think I'll hold the door open and I change the world. These simplest, simplest acts of not responding to negativity with negativity, but turning a negative into a positive is how we save the world and ourselves. It, it's, it takes effort, it takes consciousness, yeah. but we're all doing it in little ways and in big ways. And it's how we can heal our friendships, our communities, our country, um, is by not not going to the lowest common denominator, but trying to raise consciousness and actions up. Um, and it's, it, you see it happening. You see, that's why humans are so inspired when they see someone acting selflessly and sacrificing themselves for the, for another, it lifts our hearts. Um, it makes us feel good. Um, and when we see people acting selfishly and mindlessly, it's horrifying, <laughs> but, you know, but, but, um, you know, but, but, you know, it I is, but, but it but it happens. And so we just, okay, most people's pain is pain that they receive, that they're passing on. And, but when it comes to me, it's my choice. What am I going to do with it? Am I going to pass it on or does it stop with me? Here it, here it ends. Definitely. And then, an, and, it, exactly. and a new energy is created that is in a positive yeah. valence. That's all each of us are here to do. And if enough people are doing it, we do begin creating heaven on earth. That's the point. 
Um, it's not going to be a magic wand. We're not, it's not going to be somebody yeah. coming in and making it all better. We have to wake up um, because we've made this madness down here or we can mm -hmm. make, create this beautiful world down here. But we humans are the driving force right now for what's happening. And we have to take responsibility. That's it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, did you have a question for me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm with you on my I'm with you okay, on that. Yes. Team. No. No. We're all. We. I mean, and, and uh, I, believe me, I make mistakes every day. I may have a difficult encounter with a person in the street or you know, on the phone or whatever, and I may not think about something and say something that I probably shouldn't have, and I should have just let it go. Um, but but hopefully we then make amends and do better the next time. That's all we can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think this place I moved to, this apartment building and the surroundings and what I see and hear and whatnot, and it's just been a constant struggle. And I think, did I make a mistake oh. coming here? But now I see um, recently how this has been a training ground for exactly what oh, you're saying. Okay. And I have learned exactly what you're saying. And now I'm so much more aware. And now I feel the love and compassion for all those that I was getting so angry at. And it has changed everything. But I still want to move. And that's my oh. question next is what do you see in my chart as far as you know how the lines you said my son and my mars were right. on hawaii um when right. i was about to move here and now i'm wondering because there's been all this change and whatnot do you see something where my lines might point a different well, direction maybe to a different well, island when, or just yeah. a different place well, we could we, we could certainly field. look at other places but but by moving to where you move, that, that those lines don't move. They they are fixed because of your birth chart. There are other lines that move given time factors, but mm -hmm. the basic lines are fixed. And with the Mars line there, this was a place on the planet that you would experience more tension, assertiveness, even aggression from others. And maybe you put yourself in that place to understand that phenomena. Uh, and, and so I'm learning how to be, how to handle this strong energy coming from others, this shortness, this abruptness, this anger, whatever it is that you've been encountering that's disturbing and, and see how I can manage that. And, and for the time being, but perhaps it's not the quietest, safest, calmest place to stay in one's life. So you want to consider where else might I want to go to do that. Um, and again, you'd have to think about places you're thinking of and we could look at them, but, um, we can't do that right now. I should, I should take another call. So just, just to say that you put yourself in a place obviously for a reason and you're hopefully have realized what the lesson is in this yeah. space and I get it. And once I think I've learned enough of this lesson, maybe I should find another place to be that's easier for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay, Sandra, I'll talk Thank to you later. You Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> okay. Bye for now. Bye bye. <laughs> okay. Sure. Um and let's see who we have here. It's a nine five one area code. Who am I talking to? Oh, sorry. Hello. Oh hi, Daniel. Daniel how are you how you doing? Daniel. I am well. Yeah, I am. Uh, I've just had my second. I, I went to my second wedding seconds. this month. Uh, it's unbelievable how things have changed from, you know, 12 months ago. Um, it's wonderful to be celebrating life and love and all that with family and friends. And to have two in a month is like, oh, my God. Um, but, you know, it's also freaky because, you know, two months ago, I wouldn't have thought of doing any of this. And now it's like it's just happening. Um, so it's kind of weird how we stumbled into that hole or that cavern or that canyon of, of COVID and now we're finding seconds. our way out of it and still tentatively in some ways um, having to watch ourselves as we do so. Um, but yeah, life, 
I would say life is good is how I would describe it right now. I hope it's good, better for you too. Um, you're calling from Canada, right? You're, you're in Canada, I believe. Is that? Oh, California, California. California. Hey, I wanted to see if I could get, get along with a girl, uh, uh, let's see, born on uh, March 21st, March 20... 1990. Okay. Yeah. And what, what else do you have there? Do you have birth time? Ten seconds. I think she was born at Spain, in Spain, but uh, okay. We'll I'm just we'll sure just do a noon chart, and if she's born in Spain, we'll just use Madrid because all we're doing then is getting the time zone. And though the the time's going to run out here on the show, um, I'll well, just you know we'll keep going to get this answer to you. So so it's it's March twenty first, nineteen ninety, born somewhere in Spain, right? Imagery. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. So let's take a look. Um, and see who this is. So let me just put you up side by side with one another. So we know you, you're May 1st, 1957, correct? Right. Okay. And, and of course she's March 21st, 1990, which on that day, the sun had just gone into Aries, but no matter what time she's born, her, she's got her moon in Aries, uh, her son in Aries. And her moon, though, is no matter what time she's born in the sign of Capricorn. Um, uh, Aries is a very enthusiastic sign and, and, and full of fire and, 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 and enthusiasms. And Capricorn is also a very ambitious sign. So this is a person who's got a lot of energy. <laughs> Let's put it that way, uh, a, a hard charging person or something like that, I guess you would say. Um, and um, let me see. In a way, um, with your Gemini rising and Gemini moon, you're a person who is who, who likes to talk about feelings and, and, and sort of put it all out there. You're very communicative. Let's put it that way. And this person, she is a little more restrained in expressing her feelings, more careful, because the moon in Capricorn brings that cautiousness or sort of sort of um, holding back a little bit what they're feeling, because they're just that way. It's something they're not that they're hiding anything. Um, so there's there's a definite difference in terms of your emotional dispositions that could be quite intriguing. Um, you know, you might be talking about many, many things and and not that she wouldn't be talking, but she's she's more focused in what she's uh, talking about or communicating uh, in terms of feelings. Um, I mean, again, you with your Sagittarius on your seventh house and your Saturn there as well, um, you are drawn to a relationship where I wish my relationship to be an experience of exploration, to be with someone who comes from a different background or culture than my own. So this would certainly fit because there's a different culture, a different country. Um, and for you, for that reason, it would feel right um, to be with someone like this. And even though she is a fire sign, though, um, you, you, you're a very earthy person, we know. Um, given all your Earth energy, all the Taurus and such, and your Jupiter and Virgo. But this this person is also very earthy. She's more earthy than fire because of the all the Capricorn in her chart. So you both would have a alignment, if you will, in terms of how much you both enjoy the real physical world, enjoy watching a sunset or tasting certain foods or smelling certain smells. You're both sensual people, if if you will. Um, and so there's a shared shared experience there as well for both of you. Okay. Um, so I, I don't, I think it's, I think it looks interesting. I mean, I, I would prefer always having a time of birth and we have a real rising sign and all that to see the compatibility on on, on a more complete rendering, if you will. So if you get her time of birth, we can probably revisit this. But I'd say at first glance, it looks interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, hey, well, thanks a lot. Dave. Sure. You're welcome. And and good luck. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay. I will. I, okay. You. You see else going on? Um, well, I mean, in your chart, I mean, in terms of your chart, anything going on, let's just take a quick glance and I've got to, yeah. let me just see yeah. what's happening here. Remind, because I don't remember what's, so yeah, you like the previous person I just spoke to, you had your moon progressing through your fifth house. It's still there till spring of 2022. So this is definitely a time to stretch yourself in terms of leadership, creativity, and in terms of love. So experiencing new forms of love, new forms of expressing yourself. Um, and even more so, this is a year when the planet Uranus is on your sun. So something you're meant to get shook up this year. And that doesn't mean it's bad. Oh my God, I get shook up and I feel bad about it. It could be like something makes me pay attention and say, wow, what's that? You know, kind of a year where something comes out of left or right field and I didn't see it coming. But it now it's it's scrambling or changing a bunch of things in my life. And often our life gets more than not turned around or turned in a different direction by the people we meet. So perhaps that's what this is, is that you are bound to have something unusual come into your life this year. And this person may be one element or the element that brings that about. Okay. She's kind of mad. She seems like she's she's mad at me. She's right mad. It's going to work out. Well, I mean, Aries is the first sign, and Aries is very enthusiastic, but also can be the most impatient of signs. They can be very enthusiastic and 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 plunge into things, but that also gives them a very short fuse and a short temper. And Taurus tends to be being the next sign. It slows things down. It's more patient and wants things to be peaceful and therefore you're with them you are by nature with a more volatile person when you're with an aries um and it doesn't mean it doesn't work it just means it's a different energy form than what you typically surround yourself with okay um so that's probably it okay Okay, hey, thanks. Okay, take care, Nathaniel. I'll talk to you again. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye-bye. Okay. Sure. Thank you. All right, everybody. Well, I've got to I've got to run, uh, and I will be back, as I said, probably not for two weeks because I have uh, uh, obligations and social functions again to go to in the next few weeks. Um, of course, July 4th weekend next week and being with family and the week after with friends. So, I'll be back again as soon as I can, and we'll see what topics are in the news then or what I wish to observe with you at that point. And I wish you the very best, and I'll hopefully post a, um, a transcript of this, the first part of the show again, like I usually do, probably in the next day or so. So if you didn't catch all that I said, you certainly can read about it or read it uh, in when I make that posting. Okay? All the best to all of you, and I wish you the very best in the happy holiday season here. Uh, happy birthday to the USA, and hopefully it's going to get better and better if we make it so. Bye for now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.